let's pretend, because that's all we can do with a scenario like this, that Major League Baseball institutes something that resembles a salary cap and that the local team is instantly compelled to spend an additional 50 or $60 million. All right? Just going to have some fun. Just going to have some fun. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. Comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer up Daily Shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. But before I start, before I really get going here, a couple of big asterisks. One is that the implementation of a cap remains something that's pretty draconian. And if it does happen, it'll happen only after a very long and bloody lockout slash strike or both. That's how bad it could get. So bringing this up as a 2022 scenario is, well, exactly what it is. It's just a fun exercise. Two is that whenever a salary cap or a cap type system has been instituted in any league, there's always a grandfather period. No one is forced to go all the way up to the floor or all the way down to the cap instantly. The reason for that is individual contracts matter. They're legally binding. They have nothing to do with labor law. It's a boss and an employee. That's the way the contracts are weighed. The individual contracts get honored no matter what. All right, so I have that out of the way. Now let's actually have some fun. If you go around the diamond and ask yourself, what would the Pirates spend this money on? What would they do with an additional 50 or $60 million like right now? My first thought is, oh man, I would just throw it all into pitching. All of it. Because I don't have... I don't have a thought that there could be another point in history where I'd be able to go out and get that much pitching in one fell swoop. So I would just go and find starting pitchers. I feel like I've already got the back end of a bullpen between David Bednar and Chris Stratton. And I have, I mean, I can probably cobble together three big league pitchers out of the current staff, that's not high praise. I didn't say good big league pitchers. I said big league pitchers. JT Brubaker is a big league pitcher. Rowanzi Contreras very soon is going to be a big league pitcher. That's what I'm talking about here. But if you go and get yourself two mega studs as starters, all of a sudden you're a really good baseball team. It doesn't even matter what they have behind them. It just doesn't. So I'd be thinking like that. I'd be thinking, of course about a corner outfielder, or two, or four. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's the way that one's gone for a while now, that particular discussion. It's Brian Reynolds and everyone else. Now, I mean, Ben Gamble's a nice fourth outfielder on any team in baseball, but there's no one else out there, and it's a very glaring shortcoming. I might also look at first base, but only, only if there's no DH because otherwise I have to play Yoshi Tetsugo there. But you know what else I would do? 
where else I'd spend this money? It wouldn't be on the team in front of me. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. With the implementation of any cap in any league, or even a cap-type system, luxury tax, etc., everyone has to employ cap specialists. They never call themselves that, by the way. They always refer to themselves as assistant general manager of da 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 They're just cap people. They know the cap. And if there's 30 or 32 teams in your league, then there are only 30 or 32 people on planet Earth who understand what it is that you do for a living. That's how complicated these things can become. So whatever it is that baseball could create would invariably end up being super complex so it's impossible for me to predict what that would look like. But since this whole discussion is hypothetical anyway, let's say that you can apply money from that year or cap space from that year toward future years on a contract, then you know and I know exactly what we're doing with that 50 or 60 million. You're sitting down in order with Brian Reynolds and Brian Hayes and saying, gentlemen, let's talk. If you can front load their contracts in the form of signing bonuses or things like that, that really aren't part of the baseball financial world. That's something that you hear about in football. But, you know, if a cap or cap type thing comes in, that's, that's now going to be part of baseball. You just say, listen, we're, we're offering Brian Reynolds a $30 million signing bonus to sign this deal that keeps him in Pittsburgh for the next 10 years, no trade clause, et cetera, et cetera. Now I'm getting you excited, right? Then you do the same thing with Key. And now all of a sudden, your entire organization looks completely different. You tie up the only two guys on your roster that you feel 100% about going into the future, and you allow the rest of the organization, from a baseball standpoint, to come up to them. And you pay those guys as needed into the future. There. How was that for a spectacular waste of your time? But, I mean, I didn't say I was going to take it seriously, right? When we come back, just one question. Today's comes from Jeffrey Schneider, who asks, as minor leagues aren't affected by the current CBA status, can guys who finished in the majors play AAA in 2022? I'm thinking mostly about guys like O'Neill Cruz, Anthony Alford, Rodolfo Castro, Rowanzi Contreras, etc. Jeff, it's not that complicated. 
Um, whether they finished the year with the Pirates or not isn't the thing. If it had been the thing, you can be very sure that the Pirates would have reacted accordingly since only everybody saw this labor stoppage coming. The qualifier, the only qualifier is, are you on a 40-man roster or are you not on a 40-man roster? And since all 40-man rosters were set in advance of the Rule 5 draft that never happened, every team has a list of exactly who they consider to be protected as Major League property. 40-man rosters are funny. Uh, there's no other sport that has something like that. Uh, in every other sport, there's Major League roster or you don't exist. I mean, there's minor leagues and so forth, but there isn't some extended version of the active roster. That's only in baseball where you have the 25 or the 26, then you have the 40. And the reason for that, I mean, this goes back to the days of Roberto Clemente being claimed in the Rule 5, is that you don't want anyone getting stuck somewhere in the minors without a chance to move up to the majors just because the major league team might be super deep. So players have always fought for that and obviously have held that right for a very long time. In the Pirates case, if you look at their group that's on the 40, every player you just mentioned is on that. So no, none of them will. But you know who might? You know who might be playing AAA ball? Colin Moran. Why? Moved from the 40. It was after the season. So even though Colin Moran hasn't been in the minor leagues for a long time, he's eligible. It's that situation. So when you see AAA ball this coming spring, and you will actually see AAA ball, you're going to see a pretty high grade of, of that level of baseball because you're going to see major leaguers, people who are just coming right out of the majors, playing there. Now, you're also not going to see, obviously, top prospects who would have been at that level, including a couple of the names you just mentioned. But you're going to see a pretty strong lineup across the board in AAA, which should at least be somewhat entertaining. I would imagine they have to put that on TV, right? Don't you have to put AAA baseball on TV if there's no other baseball? That seems to make sense, right? I'd watch AAA ball. I mean, I'd watch AAA ball if it was the pirate system. I'm not sure if I would watch it in general. No? I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. Let's do another one tomorrow.